Hello everyone and welcome to Injected Podcast where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. Hi everyone. Hi, 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 hi. Welcome everyone. Make sure that you leave us a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and use the hashtag Injected Podcast on Twitter. Yep, yep. Yes, please. Ooh. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm Alexandra. And I'm Diana. Welcome. Yeah. How's everyone doing this week? Um, good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, I came back from holiday. I was in Egypt. Oh yeah. How was your holiday? It was nice. It was just a chilled one. So I stayed in an all-inclusive hotel. It was called, if anyone's Uh interested in going on an all-inclusive holiday, I think I paid like around 700 pounds. I got Mm -hmm. the transfer from the airport to the hotel, including that bundle. And obviously the hotel, the flights, um, all-inclusive, free alcohol all week free entertainment all week and, and the flights as well food. yeah and all and the flights 700 pounds and it was literally wow. it was with tui no that's really good and the hotel's called the meraki hotel and if you have a look online mm-hmm. it's actually incredible like it's so beautiful there's a beach on the hotel so mm-hmm. there's some beds everywhere they had their own like little islands that you could like walk onto um mm-hmm. and like loads of beach bars they had evening entertainment kind of like um, it turned into a rave like every evening it's I think it's an adult only hotel but the target audience mm. is like people in their 20s and 30s so they played like a okay. lot of like house music drum and bass but then mm. they also played um, like afro beats here and there and dance halls so it's like a merge of oh, okay. like lots of stuff which was really cool um, and people from all across the globe like apparently Russians their holiday destination is it's like, Turkey. Yeah, like Turkey and Egypt, which I found quite interesting. Because yeah. there was like loads of Russian people. I was like, oh, I've never been around this many Russian people before. Um, mm. But there was loads, yeah, of different people from across the world there. And it was just really nice. Like we just spent it. I went with one of my friends and we literally just spent it relaxing. And there were excursions mm-hmm. as well that we could have gone on. Like my friend went on a camel and I'm obviously I'm vegan. I didn't really want to do that. Um, but um, <laughs> you could do like... Um, Did they enjoy it? Yeah, yeah, they did enjoy it. <laughs> but then they got a bit scared because the camel started moving fast. And then the guy that was yeah. like with the camel just like, he was like, no, you can take the rope now. And my friend was on on the camel like, no, I don't want to <laughs> take the rope. You lead you lead the camel. And the camel kept like That's turning funny. its head and stuff. And like, I don't know. I, I always think that the animals don't enjoy it when there's a human on their back. So they're going to like act up. Um, so that's what I kind of like thought of it. But yeah, there was so much to do, but we just chilled. I had a really nice time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, that's good. Yeah. That's good. How have you been? Sounds like fun. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trying to think, what have I done? Yeah, what have you been up to? Mm, nothing much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you watched anything interesting? Have oh, you done anything I've been watching... New? Hella, document, hella documentaries. Oh, really? Still haven't seen Black, Black Panther yet. No, same. It's on my list. Yeah. I was trying to trying to see it this week, but then this weekend is just looking like all of a sudden family are just going to be everywhere. And it's just like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but just literally just chilling. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, just chilling with my plants. I do love mm. them. <laughs> I've got a new like, little so, plant as well now. After yeah, did, did you get the Chinese? Did you get the Chinese money plant as well? Yeah, I did. It's so the cute. Pia. 
Yeah. Yeah, so I bought I bought one as well, but like mine just looks like it's got a bit of mold on it. Yeah. And it's well, I'm not sure if cuz I think in Lidl, I think they they in my Lidl, they've kept them in the box so they have the you know like that with the fruit and veg, like they'll have the first box is open. Yeah. Then when everything's finished in that, then they'll take it off and then there's the next box. I yeah. think they've just got them all in the boxes. So obviously that's <laughs> not good for the ones underneath cuz obviously they're not getting any light. Mm. So my like so they were all looking a bit like mm, are these okay? But for three ninety nine, look, Risk I don't it. mind. Let me let me try. Yeah. But the thing is though, like Chinese money plants, I they keep dying on me all the time. <laughs> I buy them, they die all the time. So I'm gonna try. I'm gonna give this one a go. Next time I'm go to Lidl, I might buy another one just mm. just because it's so cheap. Um, and like, yeah, I'm just so going to see how they fare and just try. I'm just going to try my best to keep it alive. But I'm going to take it straight out of the nursery pot, I think, because I think mm. I need to look at these roots to make sure that and put it in um, a pot and mix that I know what is in the pot and mix, just because I'm just not having any luck with these with these yeah, plants at all. Don't trust it. Um, yeah. So I just want to do whatever I can to give it the best environment. Mm. Um yeah and just hopefully that this doesn't up and die on me but yeah but they're, they're quite big as well for 3 99 yeah they're they are big. pretty big um the one thing that i'm killing at the moment which i've always been good at like looking after is my aloe vera i've over watered it so much that it's just like turning oh. brown um um what is the soil really like sad. it's okay it's so i had an aloe vera it's that soaked. just turned <laughs> yeah, I had an aloe vera that just the whole thing just turned to mush, and again Ew. that got root, that got root rot basically. And they smell as um, well, like when they go, it's like going mouldy. Yeah. Oof. So how how is it how is it now? Is it just the soil that's wet, or is it mushy? It's the, just the soil mushy? that's wet. Like I basically yesterday I made some like cream with like some um, shea butter and vitamin E and stuff like that and I, I've got this aloe vera pot so I, I cut off two of the like leaves and kind of got the gel oh, out and put that in there yeah I, thought I may as well plant? use it like and if it's good for your skin it's got benefits to your skin then I may as well just chuck it in there as well um, so like it's actually got like fresh like the juice inside is still like fresh and that yeah, but it's yeah. just like but how big is your plant because if you, if you can keep cutting off the leaves well, I don't make cream that much. I make cream like once every like six months because I make like a huge tub of it. Um, mm-hmm. So it's got like about seven stem, seven things left coming out of it. Oh, so I think okay. it'll be fine. So is it like a smaller one? I've got yeah. I've got a big one in my room, which my friend's mum gave to me like oh, gave so to my nice. mum to give to me and like one of the leaves did come off so I did use and like the leaves are you know like you see on Instagram and they've got yeah, those the fat ones. aloe vera leaves yeah. the leaves are like oh that my God, that's so and because nice. um, the leaf fell off hmm. um, I, I did use the gel inside and just I just did it like a hair mask yeah that's a um, good just idea just because I, I, I didn't know what to do with it because it, it basically the leaf the leaf got broken when I was moving hmm. um but yeah, I'm just really just hoping that it'll carry on growing. I just want it to... It, it, to be honest, it looks quite happy at the moment. I feel yeah. like it's looking happy. So, That's yeah. Sad. Yeah, but I'm, in, I'm enjoying it. But um, yeah, I need to I need to sort out this um, this plea, though, this um, Chinese money plant, though, because I haven't had a chance to repot it when I bought it. Mm. Um, yeah, so I just need to, I need to sort that out. Yeah. yeah. 
but that's that's about it for me. That oh, and and poll. I'm doing well in poll. Oh, nice. So that's fun. Yeah. So yeah. Are you at the um, seeing, intermediate level? I'm in advance. Advanced. Oh my god. Yeah. That's I so moved good. up to advanced in um, September. Oh my god. Well done. That's actually an yeah. achievement. Like that's that's it something is an to achievement. celebrate. I started intermediate in January. Oh my god! Yeah, so yeah, it is it is an achievement actually. Yeah, yeah. But that's it's so it's cool. nice to see in it's nice seeing progression because last week there yeah. was progression. Yeah. No, the other week, the week before, there was progression because like I could not do a shoulder mount before. Like literally, mm-hmm. I just been struggling, and basically it fucking hurts, guys. Just imagine holding holding a pole, yeah, mm. behind your shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. And you need to try and pull yourself up on your shoulder. Wait, wait, wait. It, what? Where's your head? Okay. You are standing in front of the pole, yeah? Yeah. So you're going to stand in front of the pole. Imagine your hands going above your head, behind you. Yeah. And then put your head back, like past the pole. Yeah. You want to pull yourself your up legs. the pole, like get your bum up. Yeah. Your legs over your head on your shoulder. Oh my God. That actually... Just imagine that. That that sounds like fucking painful. You need <laughs> like yeah, I could not do that. This kind of stuff is not for most people. <laughs> fucking painful. And I could not do that all the time. I'm just like, no, this is hurting mm. me. No, no, can't do it. No, like I would just kind of like kind of flick my legs up, that's it. The other week, I managed to touch the pole with my foot. <laughs> I was like, the fuck? Like I could not do that last week. I could not do that last week mm. and I could not do that before, like the the month before. And I'm just like, it's weird just how like progression comes and then like and it always it always surprises me every time. Yeah. Which is that's what I'm just that's what I'm enjoying about pole. And that's what I enjoyed about skating as well. Mm. Just like things would just click and then and it would just surprise me each mm-hmm. time. I'm just like I just wasn't expecting to get it. Yeah. Um that's yeah. just something that I've just been working on for so long. Like, just not expecting it. And then, you know, it just it just something happens and it's like shit, next time I'll actually be able to, you know, get both leg go, both feet touching the pole. Yeah. Like madness. Yeah, it's great. But like even That's talking so about cool. it, sorry, my shoulder is hurting. <laughs> <Just> talking, <laughs> thinking about it, talking about it. But no, like yeah I just so, I cannot yeah, understand like you've got to have so much strength to do stuff like that and I don't I feel like it actually is like training your body to be able to like yeah lift different like limbs and stuff it's not and to it, just get really that muscle memory that everyone can do yeah like I mean everybody can try pole can. Like, and you can yeah, everybody can anybody try. can get there Every, everybody will, can get there you know but um, like I do really believe that similar with skating like anybody mm. can skate um, and you can get there but it's just like it's just practice and it's just training your body and just getting that muscle memory because mm-hmm. it's like when I when I started pole like I started in 2019 I think so mm-hmm. I started before the pandemic and I was and I was just doing like a class here like as in a course here and there because you you, like if you didn't book on the courses like a month ahead sometimes they'll be they'll Mm -hmm. be like full up so I'd book a course here and there I met I met some people in the first course I did and then we'd book on together and stuff um so I did like two courses then the pandemic happened so one of my courses ended up getting like kind of obviously like held on to then managed to make it up Mm -hmm. So then I managed to make it up when kind of things kind of opened up around 
August, September time, I think. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, so then like, so that's kind of how sporadic I was doing the courses. And then, um, then I managed to be able to go kind of more regularly. I got, like, I got a job, um, did I? Yeah, I got a, I got a job. So I was trying to do I was trying to do them regularly, but then when I got my full time job, then I was started booking onto onto the courses like yeah. every month. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So from that, and then it was just like, oh yeah, like from that, yeah, just then I just because I was doing it every single week, like then it's I just progressed a bit quicker mm-hmm. because it was just like more regular. Yeah, that's but really yeah. cool. Well done. Yeah, fun. Thank you. But, um, yeah, so I've been enjoying Pole as well. That, that's about, I think that's about it for me. Just me, just been watching documentaries and shit. Mm. But I'm running out of things to watch, man. I'm just like, why is there nothing on Netflix? Nothing. Like, I watched The Crown quick like that. And as well, it was also, it wasn't, it was a bit boring as well. Mm. <laughs> like, the season as a whole was boring, but yeah. there were some standout episodes which were very entertaining. So, like, episode mm. three... Like this is this is how entertained I was by this episode that I just liked this episode so much. It's that I remember that it was episode three of mm. this season of The Crown. Like one of the most beautiful things I've ever watched. Like it was it was actually that's <laughs> like, so something I just enjoyed it that much. I enjoyed it that much. It was so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just really loved it. Even if people just want to just go and watch that episode, I just loved that episode. Um, yeah. and probably because, you know, the Queen and the most of the white people weren't in it. So like, <laughs> I feel like that might be why I enjoyed it that much. And then, um, so yeah, so yeah, so I uh, yeah, finished watching The Crown. Mm-hmm. Um, Diana did not die this season. <sighs> like come on now like why are we still in the 90s like please oh is please? that what was supposed to happen everyone was expecting her to die in this season well well the thing is because like everything everything that happens in this is historic isn't it so I'm just yeah. waiting for her to die yeah <laughs> you know big... what I mean yeah but Tony Blair is now in office so we are getting close hmm. Tony Blair is a prime minister that I was alive for and I remember so mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know what I mean I think you remember him I don't think I remember you don't him. no I think because you're, you're a bit younger than me innit because yeah. I remember him because when I was in primary school I remember he was prime minister like like, and I'm just talking I'm talking about reception primary times primary school yes primary school <laughs> right. Tony Blair how long was he in power for he was there for the full the full four years I'm sure and then Gordon Brown Wait, I'm just thinking, wait. So I was born in 97. Diana died a month after I was born. Tony Blair, so he must have been in from like 96, 97. 95, I think. 96, I think. So longer than four years then, must have been. I'm so bad with- So I think he might have done two terms. Prime Ministers. Oh yeah, maybe he did two. He probably did two terms and then go and then it was Gordon Brown. Uh ninety seven. Tony Blair came in. So that's why you don't remember. I was yeah. born in ninety five. Yeah. And I remember him and I remember in reception. And um Diana died in two thousand and one, I'm sure, because I was it I was in year one. No, it was it was ninety seven. It was a month after I was born. That Diana died? Yeah, she died in ninety seven. I, I'm swear. Apparently, I was in school. He I remember because my mom told me. 
Let's get the date. Oh, yeah, she did die in 97. Then why are they longing this out? I don't know, because if Tony Blair's there, he must have only so been there I a couple of months. I was in school then. My sister would have been in school. Mm-hmm. My mum must be confusing us. Because <laughs> she said that she picked she picked one of us up from school. Aww. That's sad. But I would have been too. I remember my first, the first celebrity death that I really remember and like cut me was Michael Jackson. <laughs> Yeah. I was I, shocked. I was I getting remember, ready for school and I was like, oh my God. Yeah, I was confused. Like I was getting ready for school and I remember I went into my mum's room mm-hmm. and she was sitting on her little sofa. Yeah. Like just like, like literally her mouth like open and like her, her face was in shock and she was crying. Oh no. And she was just like, she was like silent and she was crying. I was like, Mum, what's what's wrong? What's happening? She's like, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson's dead. I was like, what? No, he's not. So what are you talking about? Mm. She's like, and she pointed at the TV. <laughs> and and yeah, Michael Jackson. And I was That's just like, so mad. Huh? And she, she, but she was so upset, Mum. Mom, Michael Jackson really cut oh. my mum up. Like, she was so sad. She was so upset. I remember what happened oh. to me. I walked it down into the lounge, like in the morning, mm. and my dad was sitting there as well with the remote watching the news. And he was like, uh, he he like kind of pulled me to one side before I walked through the lounge too, and he's like, Diana. Michael Jackson's dead and I was just <laughs> I was just thinking what is he going to say and he's like Michael Jackson and I was shocked but I thought why are you being so dramatic it's not like an auntie or uncle <laughs> literally because I was there thinking like mum why, why are you and like she was really really upset and oh, I was no. just like mummy like like I was kind of like should you be this upset but no but I can't you know I can't yeah. she really loved Michael Jackson <laughs> she really and I loved also, Michael Jackson I remember I was shook when Robin Williams died I was like what the fuck yeah. is going on like, that was one I actually cried when he died because I thought I think oh, it was you? the way he died as well like he took his life I thought mm-hmm. this just isn't right like this isn't doesn't yeah. add up to me I don't think I cry, I've cried at any celebrity deaths mm. like I think I feel a bit sad but I don't think I'll, I've cried at any celebrity deaths I'm really confused. Mm. How Diana has to die like very early on in the next season then. Because if she she died in August. Maybe it's the first episode that she dies in of the next season. Nah, because they've they've got some more lead up to do. Yeah. They've <laughs> got some more <laughs> No, what I'm confused about, yeah, because they're kind of showing like no, I don't want to spoil it. No, I, spoil it I think it's known that they they share um, like an episode or, or a couple of episodes about her um, BBC interview. Yeah, that's yeah. What I know. So like, I so uh, yeah, else. I wasn't gonna. So basically, I wasn't gonna talk about that. Basically, the the episodes that I like, hmm. basically, so it shows Diana meeting. Um, the person that she was in a relationship with, Ooh. you know, when she died mm. and how that comes about. Yeah. But, th- but right now, but this season, they haven't shown them in a relationship yet. So, okay. um, and, but then the next season, cause basically Diana's just been invited on holiday mm. to go on holiday with them. And I think this is where she's going to meet said person. Mm. Um, 
And I'm just like, yes, I knew. And as well, so I was talking to my cousin and I was just like, oh, I think, I think that this guy's son is who Diana is meant to be and was, mm. was with. And he was like, oh yeah. And my cousin was like, yeah, oh yeah, Dodie. And I was like, oh my God, that's him. And I, I was just like, I was just so excited. Cause like, I'm just so excited just to see that relationship flourish mm. and whatever. But Tony Blair is it, it prime minister right now. That happened 2nd of May, 97. And Diana dies in August. So I'm just a bit, confused those last few months must have been like a whirlwind though so there's probably a lot yeah, for them to cover because apparently but like I know all of these are like conspiracy theories but like because people are saying that she was pregnant and whatever mm. and I thought like she was in a long term relationship with this guy oh yeah Hmm. I thought it was a long term relationship yeah I thought they'd been together for like a year or so at least um, yeah but who knows maybe but, ob- but obviously this is all dramatic <laughs> <laughs> you know we like you know it probably didn't happen like this and mm. yeah but it's entertaining but only yeah. only those few episodes oh and then as well I watched the bit um, where <laughs> the- <laughs> So, do you remember, like, you know when people were talking about King Charles, KC3 and whatever? Yeah. And they mentioned about how he had said he had said before that he wished he was a tampon. Oh, God, yeah, to Camilla. <sighs> yeah, so they showed... That's fucking <laughs> so that was in That was in this season, yeah. And basically, apparently, what transpired was that... So, um... Basically, someone was tapping into kind of like radio signals and lines and mm. stuff, and they managed to tap into the phone call with Prince Charles and Camilla. Oh, it was a phone call. I was thinking, oh, was it text? No, it was a phone call. Oh my god! Yeah, they didn't have fo- they, didn't, um, have they didn't have yeah. um, text oh in then, but so oh it was god. a phone call, and basically the guy recorded the phone call uh, and sold it to the Daily Mail, and. He sold it to the Daily Mail. The Daily Mail bought it from him because they were like... I'd go to the Daily Mail. They'd love that story. (laughs) (laughs) So they were like, okay, look, let's give him what he wants, but we can't release this story right now because we can't be responsible for breaking up the royal marriage. (laughs) So the Daily Mail were like, they're not going to publish it, but Mm. they'll hold on to it, give him the money so he wouldn't sell it somewhere else. Mm. So... So they, so the, the Daily Mail took it. Three years later, yeah, oh, Prince Charles and Diana separate. Oh, so, so then now, the Daily yeah. Mail published the story. Interesting, <laughs> though, that they're not allowed or that there's some sort yeah. of like moral thing there where they feel like there, they can't. No, there's, there's a literally a literal contract. blackout that they can't. Oh. Yeah, like especially especially with the BBC, that they cannot talk ill on the royal family. Mad. Literally, that's, that's why... America, they were reporting about um, uh, William cheating on Kate, but they can't say yeah, it here. Yeah, we didn't hear much over here, did we? Yeah, they can't. They can't Twitter. say anything here because he's in he's in line for the throne. But mm-hmm. they can speak bad bad on the ones who aren't direct line of the throne. That's mm-hmm. why, like, I think Princess Anne used to get really bad press, and same with Princess Margaret used to get really bad press, and that's why you got. Um, you got Harry getting Harry really bad press. He would always get really bad press. And <laughs> yeah. then obviously Meghan now. Um, yeah, but but they can't speak bad on 
the mm. ones who are direct in line. <laughs> but but yeah, like oh my gosh, it was just so awkward yeah, watching it because gross. they're having they're having this phone call conversation. Then three years later, you're hearing more of the conversation Ugh. and him saying, "Oh, I wish I was your knickers." <laughs> I wish I was a tampon so I can be in you all the time. Is this how posh people sex? <laughs> Literally, and I'm sorry, like that episode just made me think, I think I texted you because I was just like, this has reminded me of how Matt Hancock is on I'm a Celebrity. I was because, just thinking that it's Matt Hancock yeah. energy, definitely. Yeah, because it's like, Matt Hancock is trying to actually be normal. And by trying to be normal, he is not normal at all and yeah. he just like he is just sticking out and everyone's just like what the fuck oh my and gosh. that is like you know with like the royals hmm. like what kind of dirty talk is I wish I was a tampon like what the fuck <laughs> it's so gross it's gross oh. <laughs> like a, t- a tampon out of all the things I wish I was your menstru- your menstrual products that's soaking up your so blood so I can be inside you all the time ta- like Oh, at your old age. Oh, everything. Not like, I wish I could be your heart. Or, you know, there's ways <laughs> of making it a little bit cuter and less creepy. And romantic. But no, but it, we were doing day talk. Yeah, Deanna. they were. Yeah. Di- Diana. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. That is dirtiest of the dirty, though. Yeah, we were talking <laughs> a dirty talk, you know. It's meant to be sexy. <laughs> <laughs> It's I, don't mean, I don't find tampons sexy but no no same. But I mean Camilla liked it she loved it <laughs> <laughs> oh, she soaked that up <laughs> no pun intended <laughs> <laughs> should we um, <laughs> should we quickly talk about Matt Hancock have you watched any of the jungle stuff I feel like we should leave Matt Hancock for later because I just feel like let's just get our news stories out of the way and okay. then we can have another laugh. Okay, <laughs> like, fine, fine, but, fine. Yeah. But I'm ready to but talk yeah. about Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm ready to chat about him too, but <laughs> Okay, right. Uh, like, you know, our second favourite adulterer. But yeah. <laughs> I don't have a ranking for these <laughs> adulterers. After, after KC three. <laughs> Oh gosh. Anyway, yeah, let's 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 yeah, let's chat about the news. <laughs> okay. Um so let's start with I wanna say rest in peace to the little boy Awab uh Ishak, who died unfortunately after living in awful conditions um in Rochdale in the UK. Mm-hmm. He lived in a house, he was a only a baby. Um, he lived in a house that was covered in mould. His parents and family had made Mm-mm. constant complaints to the housing association as well as the council, and they just suggested painting over the mould. And his parents Mm-mm. would paint over the mould, and it would come back very quickly. Then they mm-hmm. accused the family of getting all of this mould in their house because of their like bathing, um, cultural bathing traditions and things like that. Um, which well, because is just they bullshit. actually wash. Is that the yeah, excuse? Because they, because they wash. They <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> because they actually wash. Maybe that's Because they why. wash their legs and they actually use the shower. 
spend time in the shower. <laughs> That's the only yeah. cultural bathing habits I can think of that they actually Honestly. use, that they know how to use the shower. Is that how um, you keep mold away from your bathroom by, you know, not using it? The fuck? But like, nothing was done. After all of these letters were sent to the Housing Association, nothing was done. And this little boy passed away as a result of neglect from This the is state. disgusting. Evidently, like, yeah. the, the county council did not do enough, as well as the Housing Association. So the Housing Association is called Rochdale Borough-wide Housing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the they- CEO of the company, his name is mm-hmm. um, Gareth Swarbrick, has now been sacked. It took him being sacked for him to leave the organisation. He didn't resign himself. Um, he was sacked recently. Well, um, good. Because of I this. don't like it when they resign themselves. They should get I, sacked. I don't like I when they resign least- themselves. It's like they when they Mm. resign yeah by them resigning they get to like they they're leaving on their terms do you know what i mean and then they like they can still kind of hold on they can still they can kind of remove themselves from that backlash when they're Mm -hmm. sacked it's like you've done something wrong and you're responsible and like so like when you're just seeing all these people resigning 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 it's like no like but they they were going to get sacked yeah true true i think um yeah but what were you gonna say sorry uh i just think with this it's like i've been watching a lot of um quajo's videos the housing mm-hmm. activist from the uk and he's got a new documentary out called help my home is disgusted um on channel floor mm-hmm. which i also watched and his message around this is that it's been happening a lot and like the council uh, the organization have said this is a learning um lesson for us but quasia said grenfell was supposed to be the big learning lesson for all the housing associations but um, it evidently wasn't and um, he said by now it, we're past learning that these things are wrong and now we need to start prosecuting the people that are responsible yeah. for yeah. this child's manslaughter I'm, essentially I'm sorry I don't understand why it takes people and children dying for housing to associations learn to learn it's because I'm sorry really. and, yeah and these housing associations I'm sorry they need to be held responsible for the murder of of this child. Yeah. Because they ha- they killed this child. They did. Yeah. And the housing association need to be need to be held responsible for the murder of that child. Like people should be going to jail. Mm-hmm. Like d- like, cool. He got sacked, but no, people should. There should be people going to jail. Yeah, because so like the people, as... the people who were telling them to paint over it, the people who said who blamed it on the cultural bathing habits, yeah. they need to go to jail. It's true, and because as, um, Quajo says as well, like if this was a nurse who worked for the NHS and or a doctor, and they um, ignored a patient and a patient died mm-hmm. because of their neglect, they would be sacked straight away, and there would probably be some sort of prosecution there. Like yeah. if someone was to die. Um, mm-hmm under these sort of circumstances but like yeah. for housing it's like things are ignored things are swept under the carpet a lot easier than in other um, areas which is just so sad because we all need a home we all live yeah. but we need safe housing and we're not yeah. all receiving what, that yeah and what is just so disgusting about what's so disgusting about just the whole the whole aspect of this and with housing is that they are punishing people who are unable to afford 
private housing. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is that it is actually impossible for people to afford private housing. So how are these people being punished? And how are people... Like, how are people be punished? How are people dying and their children are dying? Mm-hmm. And as a result of because they can't afford to be in private housing. But private a private renting right now is not affordable. Like, there's nothing affordable about private renting. There's nothing affordable about that, about the shit. There's nothing affordable. And as well, you can't even, and as well as like, so we're, we're spending how much money renting, you know, and like, so it's now it's even impossible for anyone to be able to even buy. Like you've got people, renters who could be potential buyers. However, they, however, we cannot afford to save up, to save up a deposit to buy because we're paying extortionate rent prices. Like mm-hmm. they've made, how have they made a necessity, a basic need? How have they made it so unattainable, so unaffordable that families have to live in these rundown, unlivable properties to the point where children to the point where people are dying and then they want to turn around and blame it on cultural bathing habits they want to turn around and just blame it on on blame it on the people anything they can do to blame it on the people oh it's your fault that you're poor it's your fault you can't afford to rent privately when it's it's not affordable for anybody it's not affordable and yeah. this is just what is just so fucking disgusting. Like, I'm just, I'm angry. I'm upset because I'm sorry. People need to be going to jail. Yeah. And as well, like, the family has said that racism plays a part in this. Yes. And um, when I've watched some of Quadro's interviews, he's said that um, he's explained his story and his background about his dad who passed away in housing that mm-hmm. pretty similar to this. And um, he said that his dad used to have to call up the housing associations and put on um, a different accent and use a British name to be taken seriously. And you can see Mm-mm. here, it's like they've they've seen the colour of this family's skin and started talking about their cultural backgrounds. It's like, <laughs> and like your cultural fuck? traditions. Like, what? What's that to the do with fuck? anything? But that's just weird. Like, how can you go and be like, uh, like, because they probably went to them and be like, oh, how how many times do you use the bathroom then? And then there's then they're telling them that they don't leave the bath water for the whole family to use, you know, like Mm. Jane down the road. And they're just like, oh, your cultural bathing habits, having two showers a day for everybody in the family. Oh my God, that's a bit too much, isn't it? Crazy. And then, oh, that must be why that mold is there. Excuse me. Hmm. I'm sorry, for a family that clearly is clean and clearly can take take care of themselves and wash, I'm sorry, I'm sure they don't want no mould in their house. No. Like, Literally. I'm sure that they try and clean that shit all the time. It must be so frustrating. But it's past, it's past the point where you can clean it, like, just with regular house products. So you lot need to come in and sort it out. It's an and unsafe. And that that stuff has on your mental health as well is, like, your home's supposed to be your sanctuary. Your home's supposed to be where yeah. you go at the end of the day and you can feel peaceful and And you relaxed. don't want to be there. And you, you having mould in your house, having, like, mice jumping up and down and, like, um, leaking and, and stuff. Mice like, it must just well, be guys. fucking awful because you think, Mm-mm. I literally, I can't leave... Like I come home to relax. Where else am I supposed to go to relax? Like I can't relax anywhere. Like imagine, I just, 
it's just awful how many people living in these types of conditions and also something else that Quasar said that I found really interesting was that a lot of the um, housing association boards are all white people which isn't surprising in this country because you look at all leadership like uh, positions and leadership boards for any sort of institution they're always all white and there might be one person of colour in that lineup. but um he kind of said that these boards don't represent the communities that they're serving which is true and that point needs to be made as well but this well, is the thing so though sad. Like, he just turned two this little boy it's awful it's awful like what what but the thing is though like because just talking onto the the boards and whatever mm. actually and we're going to get onto this as well like but the thing is, is that these again similar with like the police similar like and similar with, you know, mm. GP receptionists. The yeah. people who take these jobs, they are bullies. They like being in some in whatever position of power that they can take and where they can kill people, they will do it. And like, this is what they've been doing. They 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 feed off being powerful. They feed off, t- they feed off the whole aspect of being able to tell people no and being able to like and being able to discriminate being able to look down on people and being able to think oh well you know it's your fault that you're in this situation oh look at these immigrants yeah they can't you know this is what they Mm -hmm. get all of this bullshit like they they feed off being in those positions which is why and this is why these boards look like this and this is why like people like like even like people like Quajo and stuff like that, they won't get in there because these people thrive of being in these positions of power where they can kill people. And like literally, and I just like, I know like that just sounds so extreme, but these people, they've proven over and over again that they can kill and yeah. that they're happy to kill every time. Like they've proven it over and over again because why are people dying? Why are children, why are like two, a two year old boy, why? He didn't need to die. He shouldn't have been living in this kind of um, in this kind of environment for his whole life. You, like no, it's no wonder no. from from birth he probably has been breathing in the, exactly. the mold from from the day he was like, born. There you go, and just and just being in a position as parents where you physically cannot do anything to protect your child because because these people are not listening. These people don't want to take you seriously. These people just want to tell you paint over the fucking mold, like paint fucking kills mold. What, what the fuck? Yeah, it's really it's sick. Just, it's just disgusting. And like, and that that's what we need to, we, that's what we need to be showing and that these people, these people are killers and they've been killing for a long time and they enjoy doing it and they have been doing it. Like, yeah. And the way we essentially about, that's what they've been doing. The way Carry we talk on, about sorry. racism in the police and racism mm. in um like in the NHS and medical sector, this it also needs to spread across to the housing sector as well because yeah. um it's, these are kind of the three components. These are the things that well not policing, but like I feel like <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but I feel like we just need to have the same energy for all the areas. Um, yeah, but it's it's basically it's it's basically all all areas where there are positions of power where people can block block the people who are going through that system. 
all yeah. of those institutions are racist and all of those institutions those people can kill because they have the choice to do something they have the choice to help but these people don't care like they didn't go and come into this job thinking oh yeah I want to make sure that everybody is living in nice good housing no they didn't they mm. want, they, they're in these positions because they're happy to listen to complaints and then deny them and ignore them Mm-hmm. Because like you have to be like a heartless, a heartless fucking dickhead to to be able to hear complaints about mice, about mold, about toilets, that sewage from everybody else's bathrooms in an apartment building is coming up through the toilet. You have to be some heartless prick to be able to ignore those accounts, to be able to be like, oh yeah, well, you're gonna have to find somewhere else. Are you alright? Mm. <sighs> yeah, yeah I just I just I don't have I don't have anything more to say. It's just all all institutions, we already know that all institutions are racist. We know that. Mm-hmm. As much as the UK wants to find that the UK is not institutionally racist, like I'm sorry, we have proof day day in and day out that it is every single institution in this fucking UK is racist. The end. Yeah, I'm just yeah. yeah. It's just it's just heartbreaking that a two year old boy has lost his life because of people's negligence. Like that's just disgusting. Yeah, yeah. I think it's look, what's just sad is that it's not just people. It's like the state has let this child down. Like the state yes. has allowed this boy to die. Um, yeah. Like the government, and they, pay... they should be held responsible for his murder. Yeah, literally. Like we pay taxes, and there's babies dying because they can't live in a safe house like it's just crazy yeah. um, but yeah rest in peace Awab really really sad um, mm. our next story is about the nurses strikes so apparently three in five people support the planned nurse, nurses strikes which is interesting like that's quite a lot of people mm, really three in five yeah that's yeah. good though that is good three in five yeah but like but, I, um, yeah like the nurses should but, strike oh my god <laughs> Alongside of that, um, almost half say that the pay rises they're asking for is too much, which is just like counterproductive. It's like, shut up. (laughs) Just like, what I don't. People are so rude clapping for the whole of 2020, and now they're like, actually, (laughs) bitches, you're asking for too much. (laughs) Look, this is all you nurses deserve. We clapped for you. We clapped. So, you know. You got the claps. So, come on now. Like, this is the thing, though. Do you sometimes feel that when public sector work, it's because it was the same conversation with um, the rail workers. Mm. Because I remember I was having conversations with my sister and that, and and she'll be like, oh, they get paid loads, though. And I'm just like, look, it doesn't matter if they get paid loads or not. Like, they deserve to be on a living wage and they deserve their wages to be um, rising with inflation. So, like, I'm... and, And this is the thing. Do you feel like a lot of people... They are like, oh, they don't support these um, pay rises because they're jealous. They are jealous and their ego gets involved. <laughs> so I don't want them yeah. any more than me. But like at the same time, it's like, I'm sure the rail strikes, they're not just for the train it's drivers. It's not just for the train they're drivers. The people that exactly. work on the tracks that get up at like bloody people 3 a.m. People who work in the stations. People, yeah, that people work in the station, tickets. the cleaners. Like it's for everyone, I thought. <laughs> so like, let's be fair. The, the cleaners of the tube 
need to be on high wages because the tube is yeah. fucking grim. Like, I feel like they deserve it's a nasty. good wage. Like, everyone <laughs> that works a good clean. on the tube, like, you deserves know, a good I, wage. We, we don't believe that they were spraying those tubes with, with during COVID. We don't believe you. So. No, no. And like, oh, yeah, um, and like, I'm but sorry. Yeah, people thing, get jealous. Yeah. It's just yeah. stupid because it's like it should be great when we see our um, public service service workers getting pay rise that getting a pay rise or getting mm-hmm. getting a pay rise in line with inflation. Or, that's not even a rise. Yeah. Getting paid in line with inflation. So yes, like that that should be the bare minimum, and we should see that and think, oh, this is what a good country looks like. People are, yeah. are getting what they deserve to get. People's benefits aren't even being paid in line with inflation anymore. Like no. people are, are poorer and poorer. So it should be standard that people's wages go go up in these times. But the fact that people are fighting for them, I feel like we should all be supporting because it's like, where mm-hmm. would we be without the train workers? Where would we be without the nurses, etc. Like mm-hmm. we need to kind of have some perspective here and stop yeah <laughs> sorry stop comparing our wages to their wages because it's like well if you Literally. want a new job go and get a fucking new job you know <laughs> go be a nurse get your pay rise <laughs> literally <laughs> you know you want more what, money? what Liz trusted in her 40 in her 46 days <laughs> get up and go and you work <laughs> that's that's <laughs> that's what she did for for the UK as prime minister <laughs> like yeah <laughs> it's no I, I agree with you completely I just think it's just I just feel like it's so mad and I don't understand why is it always this kind of we need some kind of justification for why people deserve more money just give people their mm. money everybody deserves like I'm sorry to the point when when everybody is suffering yeah why yeah. can't we have the people who we see on the front lines quotation mm-hmm. fingers people on the front lines getting the money that they deserve like I'm sorry yeah. they they worked all throughout the pandemic you know exactly. like while, while a lot while a lot of us were sitting at home on furlough they worked all the way through the pandemic and had to be on the front lines risking getting covid which was really killing people mm, yeah um when when this government did not want to listen when matt hancock wasn't ordering ppe yeah, yeah wasn't doing his job as health secretary a lot of people were dying and a lot of mm-hmm. nurses and that were on the front lines. I think they fucking deserve a pay rise. And I just feel like yeah. I just don't, I just don't get this, the jealousy, like fucking get over it. Same. Look, we're all in a cost of living crisis, but can we help the ones who like, can we just, can we just get them their pay rises first? Like we all need to stick yeah. together. Like this is the thing, like people aren't understanding that we need that solidarity is what is going to, overturn yeah. this government and people just they're still not quite grasping it because they just they're want not. to be jealous that like they just want this british this british kind of politeness to come in and mm. be like hold on why are they getting more money than me where you don't talk about your fucking salaries let's talk about <laughs> our fucking salaries please you know let everybody yeah. know let everybody know what salaries we want so yes let's all be on these salaries yeah yeah like, <laughs> let's talk about true. our money there's enough money to go around it's just it's just that like all of us that are kind of at this working class or a little bit above working class it's like we're all in a constant fight with each other but we're not looking up Mm. and we're not seeing who's pulling the strings and it's just so and we're not learning how to negotiate we're not yeah. learning how to how to get those purse strings to to pull those open to prize them open we're not learning that yeah or we're not learning to like 
ways that we can overturn like the systems we're just yeah. sitting here bickering and it's like stop and being like nurses stop. nurses don't agree with the pay rise yeah, that they're asking stupid for nurses Fuck. for asking they're for a pay rise <laughs> <laughs> how fucking dare you yeah how fucking dare you ask for more money and it is crazy just, just strike and don't have anything <laughs> it's, it's gonna like, actually just, cause... just strike and have a day off <laughs> I need to stop saying the word crazy I've, I've learned the other day that it's ableist I need to stop saying oh, yeah, it yeah, it's part it's of my vocab though I need to get it out um, but yeah it's, but to be honest like, I don't really know what I don't really know what synonym to use because yeah, it's wild. like crazy oh. madness yeah mad is bad wild. Well. like they're, they're all quite insane is bad yeah insane is insane it's I think the is one. the most worst yeah um, yeah, yeah I need so to it's hard find to know. a new word um, but anyway yeah so I think nurses when they go on strike it's going to be absolute fucking chaos and it's going to be so disruptive mm-hmm. and it's going to be really a sad time like God just I pray to God that but- none of my family fall ill during this period nothing bad happens during this period but it kind of needs to happen for them to get their wages the same with yeah. the tube strikes and the train strikes it's prevented me from like what I've said before that I sometimes get lonely and this one time I was like oh, I'm gonna I'm so excited to go see my family this week the tube strike happened the train strike happened mm. I couldn't go anywhere and I was just sitting there like oh mm. my god I'm really I'm actually pretty miserable because of this but you've got to kind of just open your eyes and realise yeah they're doing this stuff yeah. but it's I remember you have FaceTime yeah, and I've got FaceTime. Like, there's alternatives. Yeah. There's alternatives. Yeah. Uh, maybe so just not to nursing. For them striking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't perform my own <laughs> surgeries. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but maybe I'll try and hang on. <laughs> but what the thing is, though, just like, just my last point on this is that. So, is it the RMT? Yeah. Is it RMT? Yeah. The RMT, they've been they've been holding a lot of strikes. This mm. government, why are they silent? This government, they're just they don't give a shit. They're not the government aren't doing anything. And they have no. been striking. And the government are just like, whatever. They're like, the mm-hmm. government are like, it's all right, I can pay for my Uber. Like, th- like I'm yeah. just this is just mad. This is I don't yeah. know. This is just ridiculous. Eh, ridiculous yeah I just and what's funny as well like, is that Keir Starmer says fuck all he's like oh no 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 and Keir Starmer the only time he comments on things is to be on the other side when it comes to this kind yeah. of stuff it's to say look <laughs> I'm left wing but I'm a righty <laughs> <laughs> it's alright I'm sitting on the fence like <laughs> yeah and you know with this whole um police crime sentencing bill like i read the other day that one of the only things that he's made like sorry what outward... is the bill can you clarify so it's that bill it. that has basically prevented uh, it means you can be arrested if you participate in a noisy protest oh um, god that has been passed now yeah it's passed oh, so god. they put in a lot of like of these laws into place to kind of combat the extinction rebellion or like ju- yeah. stop oil kind of people from causing and chaos on the streets what, and the only and thing that Keir has said these people are so fucking dangerous I'm sorry carry on carry on the only thing that Keir has said is um, that like with all of this and knowing as well that it's going dis- to 
disproportionately affect black people, Asian people, other ethnic minorities, whether like Gypsy Roma traveller people, um, a lot of people that would predominantly vote Labour. Instead of speaking out against any of that kind of stuff, he's said, oh yeah, like we really need to clamp down and like re- have higher sentences, longer sentences for the Extinction Rebellion, like people that are causing chaos on our streets, like it's unfair when they're blocking ambulances, blah, 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 blah. It's like, I get it. But at the same time, when are you going to have our backs? <laughs> when are you going to have our backs, Kier? <laughs> the, thing, the thing is, is that they, he, like these people, they don't have our backs because it's out of sight, out of mind. They don't see, they don't see themselves in us. So they are not, they're not recognizing the problems because the thing is, they don't give a fucking shit about the problems. Mm. They don't care that, that them giving police more powers, that it's going to be majority more black people who are stopped in killed a lot of the yeah, time by police stop and search powers as well under yeah. this new bill they, they don't they don't give a shit because they're not and like this is the thing like they need some ux designers in put in um, parliament <laughs> man because i'm sorry like all of these bills like i could do legit i could i could literally go through all of their things do some kind of customer journey map and outline everything that they're doing which and what their what their desired outcome and what mm. the real outcome is, I can literally do so many. I can, I could do that. And like, they, they could, like they could hire UX designers to go through their bills and show the show the actual outcome and what their desired outcome is, and show like, well, to be honest, maybe this isn't the right the right thing. And then mm. maybe we could go and do like a workshop evaluation to find better alternatives. But like, I'm sorry, like I'm not trying to be a UX designer for you know these these parliament mm. dickheads anyway but like the thing is is that is that like they're just they, they they're not trying to put themselves in black and brown people's shoes because they don't give a shit they don't care mm. and just this is why as well just coming back to extinction Rede- rebellion and the stop the stop oil campaigns or whatever this is why they are so fucking dangerous because them themselves they are not seeing what the consequences of their actions are because mm-hmm while they can just go and get on the M25 and start crying about how they don't have a future at 24 years old like bitch like I'm sorry like mm. look you're the one who's not working right now so I don't really understand like what we're meant to do about that you know like you know you decided that you don't want to pursue your career properly okay um anyway um but like you're crying about because you don't have a future <laughs> girl you look like an adult to me but okay anyway um <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but the thing is, it's like these people, you like, like they have the privilege to be able to do that and not think about what the consequences of doing these extreme protests is having on other people being able to protest. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like I'm, I, I'm not these saying things. If you were black, you'd yeah. be shot down. <laughs> There's this no way. Like, I, I, watch a, I sometimes watch the compilation videos of um, like Extinction Rebellion, like causing chaos on the streets. And I saw one of them, um, someone, <laughs> it was like near like government buildings and stuff. They ran up on the police car. Like, you know, the, the big cars that they have where they carry mm. like loads of police. In. They ran up on the front of it. Like there's some sort of like monkey. And stood at the top and was like chanting with a banner and I thought if this was a black person this is <laughs> what is I no mean way they would even get close to touch in that car done been thinking they're getting attacked <laughs> and whatever the batons the yeah. guns the tasers would have all been coming the out tasers. Like, just like this is the thing and I like 
And this is what I mean. And the, I just feel like these people are just so, they're just so selfish. Like, look, I'm not, and the thing is like, I'm not even, I like, I'm not even disagreeing that the climate that the climate crisis isn't happening. The climate crisis crisis isn't urgent and isn't mm-hmm. something to protest. However, like the extreme measures that they're going to protest in, now they just look like they're idiots because <laughs> like now the government and everyone is just looking at them like, oh, look at them, they're a nuisance. Oh, actually let's use them as an excuse of why we're passing a protest bill because any other protest we couldn't do it under because we'd be we'd be told we're racist hmm, so exactly this is, why, the, this is why they're doing it and this it's is why really they're doing it under this under this guise and and it is frustrating and like it's like it's just, you know like at school they always say like oh don't do that you're gonna ruin it for everyone that's yeah. literally what they're doing they're ruining it ruining it like, <laughs> they're ruining it <laughs> and it's just like yeah it's It's just tiring yeah yeah it's frustrating and (laughs) yeah these white people just piss me off man (laughs) honestly like crying on the m25 saying you don't have a future at 24 years old please the future is now (laughs) bitch like go get a job like just you know focus on your career try and make some money Go like look, go go find your nice boyfriend. You know, like I honestly, I just stand by. Go and tie yourself to an MP's house. Like literally. Stop, stop bothering everyone and just do it to the MPs. Target them. Exactly. They're the ones that can change things. If you this tie yourself to their I front mean. door, then like, instead, they will have instead to react. now. Instead now, you, we are now cussing you on our podcast. Because mm. we think you look like an idiot. If you were outside Downing Street, no, good for you. We'd clap you. But no, you want to be on the M25, looking like a damn fool. Yeah, crying. Like oh, I'm tired of white women and their fucking tears. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you, Karen. Fuck off. Like, oh gosh. <laughs> Just, yeah. okay. for god's sake <laughs> i think yeah. what they're doing like it's a good cause obviously save it's the planet it's a good cause but like execution it's a good cause, but the way it, they're going about it <laughs> we're gonna constantly say this because they're doing new things all the time and it's just Literally. like so in your face you just have to Literally. talk about it yeah and like and come on like like we talk about the climate we're like you know we are for we are for ending this climate crisis but just like standing on the m25 is not the way <laughs> like yeah. throw it throwing tomato soup at paintings look i'm just gonna laugh at you like, and we've I'm seen just... it pissing off everyone like that are we actually getting any meetings or any like resolutions this in is place what i'm seeing like i don't know what's going on <laughs> But um, anyway, are you anyway. watching the World Cup? Okay, so um, uh, okay, guys, guys. So I know the score. You know, uh, for yeah, um, I the, saw the, the saw first the highlights today. Oh, you saw the highlights? Well, I, I was there for the for the real thing. So oh, um, I actually you. saw the match. Well, no, I saw the first goal, and then I was leaving when the second goal <laughs> was scored, and then and then I heard all. I heard the the final four but anyway yeah England England won Iran uh, 6-0 I think 6-0 right yeah yeah no um, it's 
Oh, 6 2. Okay, I didn't even see this is the thing. I didn't even know that Iran has scored anything, but um, yeah. Mm. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so actually, no. So basically, they they had the match on in my office, and um, and literally they had they had it on surround sound, as in like you know, mm. like when there's speakers in the ceiling in different areas. Yeah, the sound was coming through the different speakers, and the TVs were in the kitchen. Like, <laughs> like so, the speakers was just there. So I ain't trying to watch the football. Yeah, and the speakers are there. Some people who were working had the had the match on, like on their computer screens while they were yeah. working. Um, but like yeah so like the match was just on and then you had people in the office like they're like cheering when the goals were being scored like just like not even just the people who were standing up watching it in the kitchen like the, the, they were also like cheering like just at their desks because <laughs> they were watching and I'm just like box park was full <laughs> like my friend my friend was just like how is box work for? Do these people not have jobs? Like, <laughs> it's true. People like, book time off though. It's like monumental time of year. They definitely they're like they're booking time off like they were in they're in Qatar right now. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> literally, um, yeah, book time off. Like some of those people were definitely unemployed. Um, mm. <laughs> uh, some of the people definitely just pulling a sickie. Like, yeah, you can tell, but um. Hey, like and this as well. This is this was the first match. Like it's like they're acting like it was the final. Like come on now. <laughs> it was nice to see the black football players score though. Yeah, they were all scoring. Yeah, Hello. our babes. You know, babies. so they can't be angry still from last time. They will know. be. They'll be like, oh, no, they'll love them more now. They'll be sucking all the. Have you seen yeah. though on, on the, the newspaper, uh, all the newspapers, the front page, um, well not the front pages, but like the headline like pictures, all Jack Grealish, mm-hmm. the one white player that scored the one goal. Oh, of course, <laughs> of course, makes sense, makes sense it's because it's because they're worried that they'll they'll put the wrong name under the wrong pictures, isn't it? Yeah, that's like, why. Oh, which one's that? I'm not too sure which one that is. I don't have enough time to verify it. So yeah, we'll go I with don't have Jack enough Greenish. time to actually to find to just like you know look at the back of the shirt and just see what yeah. their name is. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, they don't say their names on their shirts <laughs> you know um, it's Stormzy yeah. don't worry <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah Stormzy <laughs> imagine they just put a picture of Stormzy and like Raheem Sterling <laughs> no madness but um, yeah but yeah anyway guys so also just me you know not me just also being like because I'm just the football fanatic that I am yeah mm. um, I watched uh, the FIFA documentary FIFA Uncovered you know <gasps> I've been I meaning just... to watch this it's on my list yeah so it's it's, it's actually it's quite interesting I yeah. won't say it's really good I think like okay. the like the football aspect was just a bit like uh, bored but then I, but obviously but it's not it's to be honest it's not really about football though but um mm. Because I, I went to start watching it, then I fell asleep. And then, then I was just like, no, let me try and watch it again. Yeah. Um, to which I, I watched it, I like, I watched it fully and it was, it was very interesting. Anyway, so I just want to talk about why there was, why there was like the issue of it being held in Qatar mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And why like that was an issue other than just the human rights issues and stuff like that. Yeah, so, okay. So basically there is, okay, basically when you watch a FIFA Uncovered 
documentary, Corruption and Bribery is all through FIFA. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. I've heard so about that. FIFA is just completely corrupt. Um, mm. And basically, and it has been like from the very beginning, from like almost the very beginning. So when um, uh, a guy called Havelange um, took over presidency of FIFA, um, he was the second president of FIFA. Basically, mm-hmm. the owner of Adidas at the moment, um, I've forgotten his name, but he was a German guy who owned Adidas. He um, was kind of paying Havalange and basically buying all of the rights for all of the marketing rights for FIFA. So mm-hmm. this guy who owned Adidas owned all of the marketing shares and all of the marketing rights for FIFA, oh which then God. obviously he could sell on and then make more money, stuff like that. Yeah. And then he was paying Havalange kind of just like giving him like mm. 1.5 mil everything every now and then just paying mm-hmm. Havalange. And basically, so basically that is a bribe. And, um, yeah, so that's kind of where it all started. Um, then you, Sepp Blatter, he worked his way up to be like general secretary to Havalange. So he, cause he just really, he just wanted to be like that guy at FIFA. He wanted to be mm. president. And then effectively he kind of, even how he became president, um, he had kind of was like taught Havalange into, oh, th- this is going to be your last term. I want to take over kind of thing. Obviously, there needs to be a vote. So um, nobody liked how Havalange and Set Blatter were working, were were, um, running FIFA, basically. Um, So the Europeans wanted, like the European members of FIFA, they wanted someone else there. So Mm. they had someone else who they were all backing. And then you had Set Blatter who was running against them. Set Blatter wasn't very popular and... They didn't really think he'd get the votes. So they all thought it was a done deal. Set Blatter's going to be out. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be president. <clears throat> anyway. So the way the voting works in FIFA, yeah. Guess who is top dog? You know, guess who controls the voting? The Caribbean. Because they have 30 votes because of all the islands. <laughs> so the person <laughs> who looks over America and the Caribbean... They get the they have the majority of votes. So mm. basically the thing is, so what Seth Blatter did was first talking to um Jack Warner, who was the Conquer the CONCACAF um chair or president or whatever. What's CONCACAF? Um, so CONCACAF is the Confederation of America and Caribbean, blah blah blah. That's oh, right, that's just what right. that area mm. is kind of called. So um Jack Warner was from Trinidad and um yeah anyway so he is this person. So and basically what Havalange kind of started to do because Havalange was Brazilian and he was all about bringing football worldwide, blah blah blah. Um the person who was president of FIFA before was like kind of European and it was it like I think it was like British or something and it just seemed like a old a old boys club back then mm. then Havalange is like no worldwide FIFA for everyone blah 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 um and at first they were like okay yeah can't we can't have a world cup in South Africa because of apartheid and that was a big thing when Havalange was there so anyway Seth Blatter comes in okay he gets uh he gets Jack Warner on his side um 
then he needs to get the African vote just so he can get those more mm. votes in to which he met with kind of the people in Africa and stuff like that. And I think had apartheid ended, I think apartheid may have ended and maybe, maybe not. I can't, details a bit iffy. And basically Nelson Mandela comes out of prison. So Seth Blatter kind of meets Nelson Mandela. This might have mm. been a bit later or it might have been now. And then like, and then meets with the president and then he's like, yeah. Oh, well, Nelson Mandela became president in it. And then mm. he was just like, yeah. Um, He kind of promised a World Cup in South Africa. Okay. And that effectively is also a bribe because he's promising them mm. a World Cup. Yeah. Okay. So... <laughs> Anyway, so basically that's how Seth Blatter basically managed to get his votes. And all of them Europeans, they were all shocked because they were like, the fuck? How did he get these votes? How mm-hmm. did he get them on side kind of thing? And obviously, yeah, anyway. So basically corruption all the way through. Jack Warner, he's a corrupt bastard. Like, so that guy, he was openly getting bribes, left, right, center, all of that. Um, yeah. And as well, the guy who was also with Jack Warner and basically the guy who was from America who was running CONCACAF with Jack Warner, basically he's kind of the one who brought, who kind of kind of let Jack Warner in on the game, basically, mm. you know. Anyway, but Jack Warner is a bastard as well. Mm. Um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so bribery, everything. Um Set Blatter managed to promise the World Cup to South Africa, all of that, and yeah, swung, swung the vote in that favour as well. So, so it's been going on for years, and obviously, Set Blatter has been president f- until 2015, I think it was. Um, then you know, people got arrested and whatever because it all started to come out and stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so Qatar. When it comes to Qatar, so they. Set Blatter in 2009, they put the bids open for 2018 and 2022 in the mm. same year. So countries could bid for those two years in the same year, which is yeah. odd because you would just bid for one year. Yeah. And then they were basically saying, well, yeah, because it was coming up to like the end, the ending of Set Blatter kind of like, it's like he put those two bids on there because it gives more more time. You're putting two offers up there. That means more money can come in kind of thing. Yeah. So with, with all the corruption and all of that. So, okay. In 2018, the best bid was meant to be England. And in 2022, the best bid was the USA. So those are the ones who were like, okay, they should have really won the bids because mm. they had the right infrastructure. You know, they've got the stadiums, they've got everything. Mm. Okay, so for 2018, Russia won, um, to which people were just like, huh? Like, you know, but um, um, but Pu- Putin was just like, was just like, oh yeah. Because basically with Russia, the issue was that about transport links and stuff, it wasn't easy to kind of get into Russia, blah, blah, blah. And Putin was like, no, 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 we'll sort that out kind of thing. So it was just like, you know, anyway, Russia won that. And then Qatar won. So now what I find really interesting is that why is it that everybody, why is it that everybody has a problem when brown people win? Because there wasn't loads of of stick on Russia. And that's Mm. what I'm just finding interesting because obviously there's corruption completely. Obviously, Mm -hmm. 
all of these they bought their way in if if England had the best bid and the US had the best bid obviously there was corruption on all sides for Russia to win and then now for Qatar to win but why is it that they're so angry when it's brown people that are winning it's like they're angry that like brown people have money and have and are able to have the power to be able to swing a vote in their favor anyway so there's a lot of things going on with kind of how um how it happened but basically set blatter they he he was telling people to vote for the u.s so even that like that's just, <laughs> that's just not mm. right but um Anyway, obviously, Qatar has loads of money. But, okay, but the thing is, the problem, the issues, obviously, other issues with Qatar, Qatar had to build everything from scratch. Um, and Qatar, Qatar also, guys, imagine Qatar, Qatar is the size of Yorkshire. Is it? Yeah. It's tiny. The country is the size of Yorkshire. Um, so they had to build everything from scratch they had to build nine stadiums like obviously full pitch stadiums to obviously to host the world cup and everything and like they were all going for like the underdog kind of thing but then the thing is is that realistically they weren't in a position to be hosting a world cup because they didn't have any stadiums you know obviously weather it's really hot there you know Mm. for like the timing that's why obviously um the world cup is in the winter at the moment and and obviously they have to build everything. It was not. It's not. It wasn't sustain. Like their planet isn't sustainable to the point where now, um, in the, like we've heard about how we've got a lot of migrant workers were dying when building these stadiums and working to prepare Qatar for this World Cup. Like migrant workers have been dying. They probably weren't being paid properly. So like there's yeah. all of these human rights issues that that come involved also I've another thing in the guardian that it was 6500 migrant workers have died in qatar Mm-mm. since world cup was awarded and this was a year ago um, that's crazy over a year ago so it's like how many mm-hmm. more have died like 6500 but qatar aren't admitting to that figure yeah they're denying yeah, that figure. So they're denying they said two in the documentary two. they tried to say two people and and saying that it wasn't related um, to them it's working. It's sick. It's so it's sick. sick. Like even in the documentary, it shows the, the people in coffins, Gosh. them sending the coffins back to their families. Like I was just like, the fuck? Like this is mm. awful. And then as well, obviously. Um, so another thing as well. So Qatar, as part of the deal to host the World Cup was that alcohol would be able to be consumed at, at the matches. That was part mm. of the deal, which they've also done a U-turn on. So this, I feel like, you know what? Culture-wise, look, they don't allow public drinking of alcohol. So culture-wise, I'm like, okay, fine. But they should have specified that. They shouldn't have promised that, yeah, yeah that, sh- that would be okay for them to do a U-turn the week mm. before because like that is just like that if that was part of the deal then you guys have literally you guys lied mm-hmm. and then went and did a u-turn before and like because yeah. i mean people can go there and respect your culture do you know what i mean like people should go there and respect the culture so that that shouldn't have had to have been part of the deal in the first yeah. place true Even to the point budweiser were meant to be sponsoring the event 
<laughs> and then obviously sake. they stopped the selling of <laughs> they stopped the selling of beer. So that yeah. and like literally apparently they tweeted, Well, this is awkward. <laughs> 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 they deleted but I'm just like okay um, but yeah so like even that sense that like Budweiser would need their sponsorship money back because mm-hmm. no one's going to be buying their beer like you know yeah, they're not that's true. you know so like those deals have kind of have been broken um, and then obviously also like the human rights issues like just not being able to be um, open or like LGBTQ plus I um couples just not 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 being allowed like that you know um yeah because it's it's illegal to be lgbtqia in in qatar and stuff like that and um so like and it's punishable by the death sentence death sentence so like those these are kind of all the issues that are surrounding the qatar world cup which is why some people have been talking about it should be boycotted stuff like that um but the thing but the thing is though like I just feel that yeah I'm like so I've got mixed feelings like obviously I don't agree with any of kind of like the human rights issues I don't I don't agree with that people were dying with the rush the the rush to try and get this country ready to host the world cup I don't agree with any of that stuff um and also I'm just a bit like but then the thing about how they went around trying to get the World Cup, I'm kind of like, these people, because you had like people like Piers Morgan and whatever, people all talking out about it, oh, how about it being corruption and stuff like that. But I'm like, you guys only care that it's corrupt now because it's brown people who have won. Do you know what I mean? Like you guys mm-hmm. only care when it's not the when it's not the white man winning. And that's and that's why you guys are so angry. Because and like that's and that's just what I find. I just find that p- whole aspect of it fucking hilarious. Like just, yeah, well, it's just when brown people, people play the, playing their game. Yeah, when yeah. when sorry, when brown people play the same game that old white men have been playing for how many years? Oh, now you want to be angry because these 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 countries are rich; they have the money. But yeah, yeah, it's like with um with like some some posts I've been seeing on socials like there's this post going around and it says major world events held in places with human rights abuses why is the west suddenly upset about qatar but many are silent when it comes to these places so Mm -hmm. for instance china hosted 2020 winter olympics in beijing china is committing a genocide against its uyghur muslim population um Mm. china is undermining hong kong's autonomy and eroded its freedom Mm -hmm. And then there's FIFA World Cup held in Russia, which you just mentioned. Israel hosted the Eurovision in 2019 and Miss Universe in 2022. Uh, and then it looks at like Palestine and Israel. Um, this post is really mm-hmm. interesting. I'll put it on my story and um, I'll put it on our story as well. And then France will host the 2024 Summer Olympic Games. Discrimination on ethnic, racial and religious minorities. Mm-hmm. Uh, women can't wear what they want. Hijabs mm-hmm. are banned, etc. And then the UK hosted the Champions League final in 2011. The UK illegally invaded Iraq and did not leave until 2011. Um, mm-hmm. And then a list of other things. And then yeah. the United States will host the Summer Summer Olympics in 2028. American soldiers are still in Iraq despite multiple announcements of a withdrawal. Mm-mm. So it's like, yeah, we like to pick and choose when we're yeah. outraged about things. And mm-hmm. I feel like 
Um, obviously, it- I stand with LGBT people and um, other people that um, are oppressed and marginalised in Qatar and fans of football who can't travel to this country because of fear that they could die, essentially. Um I, I just think everyone does need to kind of have the same energy for these other yeah. outrageous things that are happening just yeah. across the world, across the globe, not just when it comes to the brown countries, the Asian yeah. countries, the black countries. Like it needs mm-hmm. to, we need to have the same standard for the US, for yeah. France, for the rest of Europe. Um, mm-hmm. I and agree. I feel like at least people are shining a light on that as well. Um, but. Mm. Yeah, there's. A, I've read this as well. 169 countries ban homosexuality. So let's have the same energy when these other sporting contests go to these countries mm-hmm. as well. We need yeah. to keep talking about it. Exactly. Um, yeah, I yeah. agree completely. And as well, just even just the thing is, is that, um, like, say the Western world and also like rich countries like you know the UK the US all of that Mm. really love to ignore things that are happening in other countries love to ignore everything because the same thing like with there were a lot of protests happening in Nigeria and Ghana about um because like they've been having a lot of um things like like bills trying to be passed in in terms of LGBTQ as well Mm. you know and it's just like this is this is just like so is and it's like you don't hear like these countries talking out on it like things that were happening um even like most recently um where was it where where they was it saudi was it saudi where they um killed that killed killed that woman because she um, wasn't wearing her hijab properly apparently yeah, um, in Iran. And yeah, the what was it like the the clothing police or something like they were yeah like just yeah and um like you know like but then they don't talk on these things and as well like I just want to obviously shout out um shout out the Iran um uh, football team because they they didn't join into join. Um, singing their national anthem as protest before the match today just for, mm. for the human rights issues that are ha- that's happening in um around at the moment um Good. so and like and this is the thing like at the end of the day while they all want while they always want to say oh yeah sport we shouldn't keep sport away from politics at the end of the day when there's people you got athletes playing these um, playing these sports they've trained all their lives to do these sports this is the only time that they have a platform to actually protest mm. what they believe in so like when when people when they want to say don't bring politics into sports I'm sorry when there's people there's going to be politics it's true regardless. we're all connected everything yeah. is connected as we and can see like- whenever there is a world competition conversations Mm -hmm. of like transgender people come up in sports conversations of race come up that is constant because we're all connected and everything we do is connected we're all human we're people so exactly of course and the thing is is that when are athletes meant to speak you know because they they speak with their sport they speak with everything that they've trained to be doing all their lives you know so why wouldn't this be the platform and the time the best time for them to speak do you know what you know for the world to see it's so true. Um, it's so true. Yeah. Um, but I also saw that um, FIFA put out a statement basically essentially mm-hmm. saying that 
the uh, rainbow armbands are banned from like footballers can't wear them in Qatar um, which is just crazy oh sorry yeah. um, ridiculous it's fucking ridiculous um, even though it was just a token gesture it was like the smallest thing that anyone could do to show that they show but solidarity it's, it's just like, like it's what because obviously stupid. what is crazy but this just comes back because obviously like because because obviously Qatar being like that that being a law there hmm. and also like them being kind of like issues where you kind of have to respect the country because I'm sorry, FIFA decided to bring this World Cup here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's still, it's like an awkward situation. And it's like, it's, it's, I feel like it's just, yeah, I feel like that's it. It's an awkward situation. Like, because FIFA are trying to be sitting on the fence where they're respecting the country, but then, and also trying to limit political protests. And, but the mm-hmm. thing is, is that, people being able to live their authentic lives shouldn't be political shouldn't be something of politics and um and the thing is as well and as well obviously so but then obviously they still need to try and keep Qatar happy and keep just because the thing is that like in a sense as well they need to try and keep peace in the country where it's so you know nothing like you know as soon as they leave people aren't just you know dying mm. do you know what i mean like yeah. there, there's yeah. a lot of things going going on there um yeah i think but like um, and yeah, yeah just it's just it's you know it's just again yeah it's an awkward situation i think what pisses me off as well like back to talking about the uk quickly mm-hmm. what pisses me off is that over here we'll probably the government will be putting out like MPs and politicians will be putting out their statements around how they like they don't agree with this this and that about human rights issues in Qatar but over here yeah we are a very progressive country in lots of ways but literally anyone with opposing opinions to the Tory government right now is called woke tofu Mm -hmm. eating uh, Mm -hmm. snowflakes and usually the people in those brackets are black people LGBTQ plus people Mm -hmm. people that are on the margin so it's like you can can chat as much shit as you want about solidarity but when it comes down to it you're constantly diminishing and uh, undermining people's people's like yeah, existence every day and people's yeah yeah and it's it's just like i don't think i don't think they think they i don't yeah. know what's going on and they're just and as well i just feel like yeah. it's fucking cheek that these countries like the uk want to be turning their nose up at countries like qatar when it's this is when it's the uk's very colonization that brought all this bullshit to these countries yeah it's true because i was doing some reading like a few months ago about um lgbtq plus culture before um in like the middle east before the uk Mm -hmm. had any sort of like influence over there and like the the beauty standards and just the general like way of life was so different from what i read like the beauty standards hairy women were seen as the most gorgeous and attractive women um so that's mm-hmm. completely different to now like women with that's, beards that's are seen so as nice, really isn't it? yeah exactly they were seen as so attractive people were more like sexually open um, when it comes to sexuality 
there people would just go with whatever there wasn't a structured mm. men get with men uh, men get with women women get with men like it was a lot more fluid a lot more open and when it comes to genders it was a lot more open it was only when Europeans started to shame people from these countries and push um, certain agendas and ideologies onto these countries that's mm-hmm. when people started to go the opposite way and have a problem with LGBTQ plus people. And it's just interesting. Um, I'll have to find, I'll I'll share some stuff on our story on Instagram of the page that I found Mm -hmm. all of this information from because it was really interesting. Um, But yeah, it's just like your influence again on these countries is usually like the root cause of a lot of the yeah. problems <laughs> yes exactly and it's just yeah again fucking cheat that you want to turn your nose up just because now you guys are also liberated yeah, and all that bullshit more high grounds. like this yeah. this fake liberation that you're calling that you're calling it because it is fake <laughs> like it's true you know it is fake because like we're seeing it again now everybody is woke everybody is everybody is like so sensitive yeah did you see as well um the everybody's the pc that's another thing that president. Like oh what this what did he say oh i think i was, was I, like, I was watching it but i just wasn't listening to him he properly. was like i feel i today i feel middle eastern today i feel gay today i feel like a woman today i feel disabled and he was he was essentially saying we're all one. That was his kind of like message, but he just got it so you wrong. Wrote that. It, it was you awful. Wrote that for him. But then it was that again was also undermine like people's concerns. It was like we're all one. And then he con- he compared being ginger and growing up in Sweden to oh, for fuck's um, sake. like people facing homophobia. Oh god. <laughs> no, I'm just, sometimes like can these people just sometimes not speak? Be quiet. Like like I don't know if that would have sounded better in French is he French I think he's French isn't he I think he's Italian his name's uh, Gianni Infantino oh maybe he's Italian I don't know if that would have Mm. Mm. it wouldn't have sounded better in Italian (laughs) it wouldn't have sounded better in Italian Um, yeah but like no it did not hit that that no you missed the mark there I don't know like I'm sorry you are rich enough to have better PR <laughs> like, yeah yeah. Like, who sorry. wrote that speech please you know FIFA FIFA has a lot of corrupt money for you to be able to pay for better PR yeah oh in that list he also said today I feel African and when he said that oh, I was just like oh my god mm. this man who are mm. you and then he goes on to say today I feel gay like, but how do, how do you feel a whole continent what do you yeah. mean again what do you like, mean how? you feel African African I mean like I understand obviously African as well ethnicity yeah I do I do understand that but like how do you feel like that whole like and why did you choose African yeah why not just say black (laughs) yeah dude you know like you know you're trying to say everyone but look I was excluded so you didn't say that you were feeling Caribbean (laughs) he said woman though yeah but I'm black before I'm a woman isn't it (laughs) they they see me as black before a woman don't they Mm. (laughs) yeah oh gosh Mm -hmm madness do you think we should leave it here today yeah we've got a few more topics but we can save them including Matt Hancock 
guys, might be we'll some new you, tea on him. We'll though. give you some um, homework, some watching. So uh, we're going to discuss the Shein documentary. So that's on Channel Four. You can find it on YouTube, or you can find it on all four. And we're also going to talk about Love Is Blind. So guys, some um, for some background watching for you guys <laughs> for next week <laughs> for episode 99 guys 99, 99. oh my hell. god yeah um yeah but anyway what are you injecting i'm injecting get outsides oh that's get a good outside one. get outside it is pouring down with rain but try and get but, outside still yeah try and get make an effort yeah to leave your house or leave your desk um and just get outside oh that's a good one what is mine? what about you no well, mine is going to be go to Lidl and get some plants plants <laughs> will make you happy too you know yeah fill your house with my green. plants my plants are just looking so beautiful they're so lovely they're just <laughs> growing and shit you know I, oh guys i've been thinking i, f- I feel like i want a fish Oh my god, stop. I'm buying not a fish, I'm buying a snail, like an African land snail. Oh really? <laughs> I've mm. been meaning to get one. Snails are my favourite animals, so I've are been they? meaning to get one for like snails are your a favourite. Yeah, why, they're, they're why, my number why one. Snails? Because when I was younger I used to play with snails all the time. Like my, my hobby growing up. Did was... you put salt on them? No, I wasn't <laughs> evil. I would <laughs> My granny, she lived next door to us, so she um she has a massive garden, and we just run around in the garden, and like she was like go and pick the snails out of my of my plants. So I'd go around pick them all out, and then I put them in a little bucket. I get some like tomatoes and food, and put it in there, and I just watch them, and I was just mesmerized. I was like, oh my god, this is so cool. Then I'd tip the bucket and like hide them, and then the next day I'd come out and have a look at them all, and then some of them would be pregnant. I'd be like, oh my god, I just found it crazy. It was like I having my own like sims because right you can see when they're having sex so like there's a tube that attaches and they'll be like that for like maybe a day and so then you within the next few days of- have sex yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> and then, my first sexual encounter watching okay. us now have sex <laughs> and then the, then the next day carry on <laughs> And then, like the next few days, like little eggs pop out, and then the eggs Ew. hatch. Oh my god, no! It's just mesmerizing to watch. So since Crazy. then, I've kind of been excited by snails, and I thought I would love to have a big African land snail, and I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna you buy an enclosure, like either after Christmas or before Christmas. I'm gonna have my snail, and gonna where, be my do, best where life. do you go to get it? Can I come with you? Yeah, well, I don't know where to go. I've been looking online. You can buy them oh. online, but I'm like, how do I get this? How, they surely you don't it. post it. <laughs> yeah, they'll post it. Really? In what? Yeah. In the box? Wrapping paper. <laughs> Not in wrapping paper. In a, in a travel snail box. Yeah, maybe. But It'll yeah, if, by I, if I can find... DPD? Hermes? <laughs> Ooh, maybe. <laughs> if I can find Every- a pet shop, then we could go shopping. Yeah, for yeah, our let's pets. Let's go to a pet shop. I saw. I I've seen the fish I want. Oh really? Yeah, they had it in the garden center. <laughs> what is it? It's I want um an angel fish. Oh, so like the one on Nemo? Wait, hang on. Let me look. Uh, they. I think they did have them on Nemo. Angel I've fish. Got yeah, there was one of them on Nemo and he had a really deep voice, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, they're so pretty. They are so pretty. Oh. Oh, I think I really do want a fish now, but where would I keep it? 
Do you need to get a tropical enclosure? Um, I think I can get a small tank because I'll only get one or two. Mm. But then they'll have babies. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> and then you'll just breed loads. <laughs> yeah. It was like, it's like £11 for one. That's so good. Yeah. I think, yeah, I feel like I, I feel like I might, might get one. Yeah, do it. Why not? They bring you happiness. But where should I keep it though? It's going to have to go on my table with my plants, isn't it? Yeah. Or maybe on my shelf. It's a bit small. Maybe here on my, next to my plants on my little thingy or maybe in the kitchen mm. <laughs> but it depends I, don't, I need to see what um, my yeah. cousin <laughs> anyway <laughs> anyway yeah guys thank you guys for listening get some plants um, go outside <laughs> mm-hmm. thank you guys for listening this week we hope that you enjoyed this episode um, you know learn, hope you learned a lot about football because you know football fanatic over here yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be following the world cup i am <laughs> lol um anyway <laughs> uh yeah we hope that you enjoyed this episode you can find us at injected underscore pod on instagram and on twitter uh um we're guys let us know what you think but we are thinking about getting a patreon let us know what you think i, I think i'll like put a little poll on this episode and like you know get to vote in and let us know um do you feel like would you engage in our patreon would you not um yeah just, no just let us know be honest it's cool we like we won't <laughs> get offended Hmm. anyway <laughs> much anyway actually <laughs> yeah I'm Alexandra you can find me at A-L-X-N-D-R underscore N-I-C on Instagram and I'm Diana, and you can find me at D-E-A-N-N-A-N-N-N-A B underscore on Instagram yep yeah go and tell your friends about our podcast yeah tell your friends tell your friends tell your family you know like we know what to be honest let's just do a short pitch yeah because i feel we feel that our podcast is very educational while also (laughs) being fun and you know we uh just you know like to spread some positivity into everybody's lives Mm. yeah so, simple you know that's the that's a what do they call it a pitch same, an elevator pitch that's our elevator yeah. pitch for our podcast yeah that was a good pitch it was a good pitch and you, you wouldn't have even known it was off the top of my head huh? anyway but <laughs> yeah we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and yeah guys have a lovely rest of your week and we will see you next week